1: inspiration, playing hooky, making something out of nothing, the need to express, to to communicate communicate, to going against the grain going insane, going going mad mad. to loving tension, no pension, to more than one One dimension dimension, to to starving for attention hating convention, hating pretension not not to mention, of course hating dear old mom and dad
2: that's right everyone, this week we are doing Rent. What? Yes, Rent, the fantastic musical, the Pulitzer Prize winning musical. Ooh. I am Zain C. and with me here to present Rent is your regular host.
3: Kristen Barros.
2: And
3: Julie Eisenberger.
2: And our super special guest who has picked this show and wants to tell you all about it. Chris Thompson. There we go. Hi, Chris. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi Chris. Hi Chris. Hi Chris. How are you?
1: I am very well. Very? Very well? I am locked well. up. Well, the bohem life. Good, and it's not just um, the no. Mm. No, lollies. No, more lollies, not the lollies. So we
2: are. Uh, we have some news to talk about, don't we? M- we have some catch-up news, some mm-hmm. to touch back on stuff that we've spoken about the last few episodes. Mm-hmm. So KB,
0: well, they cast Jafar and Aladdin. Huzzah!
3: Yay, guys!
0: Mm-hmm. And it's it not, isn't Will Smith. It's not Will Smith. It's not Will Smith. Well, that would He's
3: be a role cast of Will Smith. <laughs> and that would I, be mm. really redundant. Yeah, no. well,
2: no, look, a double cast Jafar and Jeannie would be an interesting challenge. It would be challenge.
3: interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right.
0: I'll like a double cast
2: of uh, Seymour and Audrey, too. Yes. Mm-hmm
0: yes drop it <laughs> no <laughs> way it's been done so. So, so what's his name his name is marlon kanzari
2: and he He's, definitely looks the part
0: he is so attractive and i think he will be super evil he was last in the mummy but
2: <laughs> <laughs> so attractive and super, super evil. Evil, like we all know what kb's <laughs> is now
3: he doesn't love an evil hot guy it's true.
0: Sometimes Look. you are almost Chris? swayed to like the evil side. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah, guys, that's the secret. Every girl likes a bad boy. Um, now, he last was seen in the Mummy, the movie. Yep. So he's been he's been pretty popular, and he was just in the, the remake of Ben Hur. So, like, I think he's I think he's gonna be okay, guys. It. I'm more excited to see him as Jafar than I am to see Will Smith as the genie. Really? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, I'm a bit like I'm still not convinced yet. Okay, but,
2: you know. Mm. And in other news, that is not necessarily so great. The Bell has told for Comet.
0: Yeah, on Broadway.
2: Yeah. They haven't been able to resolve the casting issues, so it is going to close. Closing, yeah. which is so sad. Well, you know, it happens. Yeah, and it ha- it has had a decent run, so I don't think it's it's too
0: too no too bad they have, well done guys you've done a good job
2: <laughs> yes uh well particularly oak like he's in a pretty tough position yeah. so i think i think sticking it out is, is speaks a lot about his character but to end the news section on a high note we have a recommendation that all of us mm. have independently started listening to a podcast that isn't this one mm. and it's an <laughs> Improvised yes. musical podcast called Off Book. It's so cool. It's really funny. Uh basically, it's two improv comedians who also sing, who also do theater, yep. get a guest in every week, and they improvise a musical. On the spot. On the spot.
0: It's amazing.
2: And their pianist is also pretty entertaining. Surely?
3: <laughs> I'm just like, I've I'm, I'm lost track of how many people are in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'm like one? Yep.
2: Yeah, two. there was two, plus a guest and a pianist.
3: So many voices, so little time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, news is done with. News is done with. We're done. But before we move on, let's get to know Chris. Okay. Move a, a little closer. To you. <laughs> That's Miranda's line, she's not here. Oh, sorry, Miranda. Well, she wailed on rent, so. Yeah, also, so, so she. You can, you can get it back. I'm taking that one. Uh, get to know you quiz. Everyone takes it and you're no exception.
1: Yay. <laughs> yeah, I'm cool with this.
2: I hope you've prepared because... Absolutely not. Okay, good. So, <clears throat> number one. Which musical character would other people
1: compare you to? That's a, a good question, but one that I can't really answer... Um, I, I don't, can't really recall anyone actually comparing me to a character besides I think someone once compared me to that um, kid that gets up in Cabaret, the um, Hitler Youth kid. Oh, good. Which so is, you're a Nazi. Yeah. Wow. That's a little That's bit topical. I'm, just because I'm <laughs> blonde, really. It's not, um, so, roll. But, I mean, it would probably be better over to you. I, 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 I'm not really sure. Who am well, I? Well, hmm. look, Two, I
3: don't
1: want to be... Oh, one. oh, wow. Jean Valjean?
3: Well, he said, who am I? Oh. <laughs>
2: Look, I was going to say, say Snoopy, just because like you, Snoopy, you're, you're yeah, a,
1: a yeah. bit of a
2: puppy dog. Like, oh, you're so excited, oh, like you're you. not showing it on the podcast. No, I'm not. I'm playing but it in real cool. life, in real, you're in real life, I'm very balls. excitable. That's true. Yeah, I, I mean, take that. Do you have any first impressions of Chris?
0: I, I, I was definitely sweet. thinking. Something from the Peanuts gallery.
2: (laughs) The
3: Peanuts peanuts gallery.
1: Yeah,
2: he's a little Um, bit of a cartoon.
0: Yeah, but that's okay. So (laughs) am I. It's fine.
2: It's true. uh, (laughs) Worst things to be. Um, Okay. No. Well. No.
0: (laughs) Go
3: on, Julie. Oh, I don't remember the character's name. So we're good. It's uh, someone from Oklahoma. (laughs)
1: Uh, I was saying this earlier. It's actually Judd. Yes, you are correct. It's Judd. (laughs) Poor Judd is dead.
3: Yep. Okay. Yep. If that's the one that offs himself, that's who I was thinking of.
1: (laughs) Wow. <laughs> he doesn't off himself. It's Curly just tells him to do that. Yep, well, yep. Which is very endearing. Okay, well,
2: what musical character <laughs> would you like other people to compare you to? <laughs> so what musical yeah. character would you like to be like? Definitely like Mufasa.
1: <laughs> I'd be cool with
2: Mufasa. Oh,
3: cool. That's can, not what I was expecting.
2: Mufasa. Can, I, <laughs> awesome. can I insult you just a little bit? No, go for it. Uh, I don't see you as a Mufasa. Uh, You're definitely more of a Pumba. Mate. Actually, you are. I take, no,
1: I take that as a compliment. Yeah. Tom a great lad.
2: Yeah. And who doesn't like a little bit of flatulence? <laughs> Zane. Zane doesn't. That's, you don't? That's really I good. don't. It's not an open invitation? No. Okay. Okay. not. No, yes. this is, this is a safe space <laughs> with no flatulence <laughs> allowed. Okay. <laughs> it's an easy question. Everyone has one. What's your dream role?
1: Um, definitely like a toss-up between Floyd Collins in Floyd Collins, or um, the what's his name, the Barrett in Barrett in Titanic. So in. I love that guy.
2: Is the ba- Barrett in, in Titanic a? Uh, he's oh the, my god, ladies, pull it together! These guys go? Pull it together! <laughs> <laughs> you no are one out will of have control.
3: Noticed. You just dodged us in. That's so me. That's
2: right. I'm here <laughs> to keep everyone on the level. Yeah.
3: Sorry, guys.
2: I'm not even too sure steak. what tip
0: We've off. had too much. It's the no farting. You can't <laughs> say no farting.
3: I no can man. This is my house. No, no. It's impossible. You tell me not to do something, then it's like, <laughs> right, it must be done.
2: Think of Chris. Won't somebody think of Chris? That's, that's I okay. will
3: while I, I give you do guys. it. <laughs> Next question.
2: Wow. <laughs> Next question. So I'm not actually familiar with either of those roles. No, 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 no. I, I. have listened to Titanic a lot, but I don't Titanic. know Floyd Collins very much. I
3: literally awesome. did not know Titanic was a musical
1: guy. Titanic it. the musical, Maury Yesen. Yeah, it's pretty good. Look, if, it had to, if the question was underrated musical, that would be the one. Titanic. It's, it's, it's right. flopped pretty much generally everywhere. Um,
2: but it does get staged
1: a fair bit. Yeah. Actually, um, my, my old high school staged it, I think, last year? No, the year before. Um, yeah, and they got the costumes from the professional production that happened in Sydney because <laughs> it flopped so hard. They're just sitting there, and they got them. They just drove down in a truck and picked them up. I mean, so yeah, it's had a sad run, but the music is gorgeous. The yeah, the orchestration yeah. is so good. But I mean, it has, it's troublesome. It's too long, just and like any, any Titanic. The movie.
2: staging it needs a stage that lifts
1: on one side. Yeah, and, of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, all <laughs> a bit, it's all a bit strange and hard to do um, I'm into well. It. But it's, it? it's, got, it's got, mean, got a lot of merit, I think. Somebody needs to pick it up and make it into a movie or something.
3: In fairness, I've also not seen the movie.
0: They have to make Titanic into a movie? Or Titan- no,
1: Titanic music? Music. We've, we've already movie. We've already got a couple of movies about <laughs> <without>
2: Titanic.
3: <laughs> we on back and forth.
2: All right. Um, so what's your favourite Sondheim show? Ooh, depends like on the day. Question. Yeah. I was,
1: Today? It, well, it depends, yeah, well, it depends on what I'm doing. Like, if I was driving along, I'd want a Sweeney Todd. Because it's nice driving music. Really that's gets three. You. three <laughs> gets you in the mood. That, uh, just the cannibalistic. Yeah, sort it's of really that's driving fun. music. Um,
3: Keeps you awake. But
1: sort of at home, I, if I was chilling out, it'd be Sunday in the Park with George. Oh
2: yeah. Mm. Mm. Good music. To, you
3: haven't had that yet. Yeah? Nice. No. Very nice.
1: Yeah. yeah all
2: right. Uh, what is your go-to shower song?
1: I won't send roses. Definitely, I won't Mac send roses. Mac and Mabel. Oh. Of the time. You really you like problematic general. characters, don't you? Yeah, I, I like a bad boy.
2: He's not really a bad boy. See, Matt, Mac baby. isn't Verdict. the bad boy. Bad boy, say <laughs> he's not a particularly nice boy, but he's no, all. no. He's kind. He's just kind of apathetic. Yeah. You know. I uh, will fight you for that role. Uh, sure, let's go. Okay, right here, right now. The This, this is this is the controversial question. Oh, I love this question. The, the question that has earned. <laughs> Chris's ire towards Miranda and why she's not on this podcast Christian, anymore. I was
0: really hoping for like a West Side Story battle between them today. That's really sad. Uh,
2: Who needs Tony? If you have to delete one musical from existence, which musical
1: would it be? It's the easy. That's the easiest question ever. It's South Pacific. Whoa! <laughs> South Pacific's gotta go. It's,
0: I wasn't expecting that for reasons including in,
1: including the fact that. Not only is, is it racist and terrible, um, in general, all of the characters are bad people. I mean, for a start, they invented a race of people to, so that they could exoticize them and then make them all into like drug dealing like weirdos. For all of you at home, Julie's making a lot of pieces there, but he's not wrong. <laughs> um, so the Tonk- so the Tonkinese aren't really necessarily an act. They're not. They don't live in the South Pacific as such. The, the place that they're referring to is in Vietnam, which is not where it's set. True. Um, so they're not, they made these people um, and then exoticized them racist. Very, very, you know, But like, it was that a period thing to do. It was. And then all of the main characters are terrible. I mean, Lieutenant Cable not only is cheating on his wife. He's cheating on his wife with an underage girl who was sold to him. Oh. <laughs> um, eyes have
0: been opened.
1: Um, like, what's wrong with Emile, that? Emil <laughs> de, Bec, Emile de Bec has two children who he apparently loves, <laughs> but he gets turned down by he gets turned down by one like young nurse that he's hitting on, and he decides he has nothing left to live for, and he goes on a suicide mission, leaving behind his two children without any regard for the fact that they would have no parents left at all.
3: It's true. I think um, this is just excellent premise. So he's garbage.
1: <laughs> um, they have a whole song that's literally just set up for the male gaze. There is nothing like a dame, and then they literally have the nurses like march through the middle of it. It's, it's literally written for a male fantasy that is like so strange and just not not, not relevant <laughs> at all. Um, Keep going. Guys. But yeah, the music's boppy, and, and and that's what they get. That's how they got away with it a lot of the time.
3: Well, then, would you say what are your thoughts on King and I? Then it's. Because same Pretty thing, but terrible. for an actual race. Yeah, I
1: agree with the majority of Rodgers and Hammerstein can probably be deleted. Carousel, <laughs>
3: quality wife beating.
1: Yeah, car- carousel, um, carousel's not as bad. <laughs> I guess it, it does kind of apologise for domestic violence. I just want to pull Julie up there for a moment. Are there any examples of uh, like
2: subpar wife beating that you would like to bring to the floor? I'm right just now? saying
3: that... I'm pretty sure, like, if you're going to delete South Pacific, you probably just have to delete all Rodgers. Yeah, I'm
1: ready to, to get rid of time. the canon. I am absolutely. Okay, right. I was asked one, so I was just answering the question, okay. but I would entirely one agree. One
3: writing duo that you would like to get rid <laughs> of. Well, yeah, I would, which
1: I, composers, which, which time, you wish, I never, would, you never wrote a get musical. rid of them as such, I think they could just be they deleted definitely from now. S-
3: they served a purpose.
0: They at certainly time. That's how I feel about in Cats. In music theatre.
1: Exactly. Cats
0: has a place in the canon, but it can never be performed.
3: Hey, we have a really good episode about Cats.
0: We do. If you want to hear it... Maybe Just
1: become a,
2: a
0: Patreon.
3: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you should become a Patreon because it's my favourite episode. <laughs> Talk about the
0: show where nobody pays rent because nobody works.
2: Okay, yeah. well, Get let's a job. <laughs> move on, shall we? <laughs> Okay, in honour of the death of Bohemia, an impromptu salon will commence immediately following dinner. Mimi Marquez, clad only in bubble wrap, will perform her famous lawn chair handcuff dance to the sounds of iced tea being stirred.
0: That was a lovely thing.
2: Well, look, uh, Chris is here to tell us all about the history of Rent before we tell all of you people about everything else to do with Rent. So, Chris...
1: Oh, damn.
2: Give us a little bit of a rundown on,
1: on, on Rent and why you like it so much. Rent and why I like it so much. Well, let's start with the history, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the, the initial idea for Rent um, was, uh, well, the child of Billy Aronson, if that's how you say his name. I, I think, think that's how you say his name. Yes, Billy Aronson um, came up with the idea probably in 89, late, the late 80s anyway. Um, and his idea was to make a modern version of La Bohème, um, the Puccini, Puccini. Mm-hmm. opera, um, set in modern-day New York, like in the East Village, because he wanted to make it more grungy, more real, more um, modern, essentially updated version. Back when New York was real and grungy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. back back in Back in the days of old, um, and and because he he related with a lot of the, the characters within there and their experiences as as out of work writers and and. The such, um, and so he took this idea to uh, one of the sort of workshop, the theatre workshops in, in New York, and they hooked him up with a man called Jonathan Larson, a who, man, a man, a man, a myth, th-
0: the, legend. the legend, Jonathan
1: <laughs> Larson, um, who loved the idea, and so they, from nowhere, started collaborating. It was the first time either of them had actually collaborated on a musical um, with anyone. I think Jonathan Larson was working at a diner at the time, which he worked as one at, And so they were both very new to the game and it was a tricky collaboration. And I think sort of the first things they wrote were they came up with the story in the script and they wrote, I think Santa Fe was one of the first songs they ever wrote. And they took that to a workshop in like 92, I think. I think it was 92. Yeah, they workshopped it in front of a a couple of producers and uh, one of them walked out uh, after the first half and the other one waited to the end to let them know that it will never work. Yeah. Yeah. uh, so from there, it was back to the drawing board. But from what I have heard, it was um, not particularly good, and it was really troublesome because the story is so dense mm-hmm. and there's so much going on. Um, we'll so get to, to that later. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> so we will. So they had to go back to the sort of drawing board and keep writing it. And I think Aronson sort of fell off in terms of the writing. He, actually, I think he ended up being credited with um, additional lyrics and and something else. Um, but he ended up just sort of signing a contract with Larson, saying that he would be on the credits. It wasn't anything sort of malicious about it. I think Larson just did a lot of the writing. Um, And Larson kept working on it until I think the the first sort of successful production, their workshop production was in 93 and they had like a million songs that never made it into the actual... uh, finished production. I'm sure someone will have a list of those later, of all of of the titles that changed. No, probably Wikipedia has a list, probably. Um,
2: Will, that'll definitely be in the show notes. I don't have that list, but yeah, yeah. just... Glancing over the the write ups for this show, it's yeah the the story of its conception and working on it over and over and over again. It's extensive.
1: Yeah, I think they had in the in, over a hundred songs or so. He ended up writing for it, and they ended up taking forty two of them. Um, forty two,
2: the perfect number of songs.
0: I know, I there's so what, many pretty, songs. What the
2: hell? That's so good. <laughs> that's pretty good that they landed on that exact Julie? number. How do you feel about 42 songs in a musical? I
3: think that's a great idea for an opera.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, Maybe for not a musical. <laughs> well, a song a musical. I thought also yeah. at the time um,
0: Disney was buying their street on Broadway and so um. had said to the, the governor of New York, we will only put this money into the city if you move all the homeless people off the street because we we're a family-friendly brand. We don't want these people seen outside of our theatre. Sure. And so that mm. also, that was a big movement Absolutely. of people being like, you can't just relocate us because you don't like us. And I think that was also a big push for... The
2: gentrification. Yeah. Sort and of lash back. Which is
0: why this, this show was so popular when it became... Mm. It's a Broadway success because so many people could relate to it and so many people in that 20s demographic could because they were living that life. This is true. Do you
3: true. think they were seeing it though? Do you think they were spending money to see a musical yeah. when they're trying to save it on rent? No, absolutely. They're not saving
0: it on rent, Julie. Have you not listened to the
2: soundtrack? They're going absolutely. out drinking they and are. partying. Would you, a would you be surprised? Would you be surprised? I'll
1: get back to that later. I can, answer, I can actually answer that question, of whether or not they were seeing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so basically, basically they, they kept workshopping it. 94 was probably the big, the big workshop that was successful, that got them, got them actually in the money, so to speak, and that's yeah. where they started picking up people like um, Anthony Rapp, and I think Daphne um, Ruben vega came in on, at that point. Um, so they were starting to actually get some of the cast filled. And once Jonathan Larson had the cast filling out, he started writing songs for those people. So eventually, they, they, over the next couple of years, they brought on Idina Menzel. Um, they brought in Adam Pascal. And they started actually he started writing for those voices. That's where um, Take Me or Leave Me comes yep. from. Um, it came from working with with those particular voices which is why I think in the end those cast members ended up being so good for the show which obviously contributed to his success um, in like 1996 in January they had their first tech rehearsal on the 24th, of their first tech dress rehearsal um, and it was everyone loved it, it was a huge success and after the show Jonathan Larson had an interview with uh, a critic from the New York Times who was there because it was the 100th Yep. anniversary yeah, yeah. Of, the, of La Boheme. Um, and so that was their sort of motivation for being there. And he went and did that interview and then sort of nobody really saw him after that. He went home and sadly he passed away. They found out um, the next day he had, mm. he had passed away. Um, he would had an aortic aneurysm. He'd actually Dad. been sick for a few days.
0: And the doctors told him that it was like nothing to worry yeah, about. They, they, yeah, they, they sent him sad. home
1: from two different hospitals, um, which is obviously incredibly sad. So they eventually got to the opening night and they were just going to do a read they read through to up to up until the second act where they did La ah, La uh, Laviboem, and at that point, one of I think it was Anthony Rapp just is reported to have really got into it, and so they ended up actually just doing the rest of the musical on stage because they couldn't sit down with it anymore. Um, they just they went for it, which would have been quite a cathartic moment, I imagine.
2: Oh well, it's a makes a great story. Mm. Um, cool. um, I was actually wasn't aware of that, so. Yeah
1: true facts about about the thing uh, and so yeah from there the success just, just sort of rolled on they ended up opening on broadway in april that year yeah um, in the Nederlander theater which is now hosting warpaint paint the paint there they opened there and they went for 5123 performances uh, it's a lot. almost a million, <laughs> <They> <laughs> almost, <didn't>... a million. <laughs> <laughs> almost a million no they didn't they actually didn't close until september 2008 yeah, yeah it's pretty it was impressive. a huge From run. From so it was an incredible run um, for them, and that, that was their success. But obviously the show itself was never finished mm. uh, because uh, Jonathan Larson passed away before previews, and so there's a lot of the show, um, especially if you see the score, some of the score is just completely unfinished. Um, there's lots of just vamp here, vamp there, yeah. and, and things, things that aren't quite, like the script and the score, the libretto doesn't quite match up because nobody has, it's sort of a time capsule. They had. They didn't change too much after that. They cut a few songs and changed a few things. Well, I,
2: I, guess, I guess to kind of honor his memory, yeah. he wouldn't want to change no. too no, much. I, mean, I
1: don't think. I think this one of those
2: things. And I, I but think at that the, the same just,
0: time, uh, he had ch- changed it so much himself that I, I don't think that he would be sad if people did. That's you know.
2: Also very true. <laughs> but
3: I think he would have been happy for people to make those decisions to make it the perfect thing that he was looking for.
1: That being mm-hmm. said, though, it ran for five. Oh, it ran shows. for so long. I would mention that Jonathan, I think Jonathan Larson himself wouldn't take that as a measure of success as such. He was very, very open um, always publicly about the fact that he didn't like the whole commercial idea of musicals and that he wasn't out to make money, he was out to make um, art and something that he liked. And I think
2: that's probably why they didn't change it yeah, after, exactly. after he passed. It's hard to change
1: that when you think, oh, well, yeah, what would, his, what would he like? All the people close to him sort of argued about it for ages, I think. Yeah. But as a result, we've got what is a time capsule piece, essentially. Yeah, uh, an unchanging. are uh, winning, yeah, time capsule mm. pieces. And so that's that's pretty much the history of it. That's that's how it came. I mean. There's lots of little stories about how it came to be, um, which are incredibly interesting. I'm sure I'll end up. Yeah, we'll them.
2: we'll we'll get to that. So just out of curiosity, it did win the Pulitzer Prize. It also won in 1996, best musical, best book of a musical. Best Original Score and Best Performance by a Featured Actor in a Musical, Wilson, Jermaine, Heredia, which, who played Angel. Angel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was also nominated for Leading Actor, Leading Actress, Featured Actress, Direction, Choreography and Lighting Design. Yes. So it, it was one of these musicals that was yeah. nominated across the board and uh, it, it have, didn't sweep like yeah. some other musicals have, but it definitely got the three big ones.
1: The uh, the parallel that I was I was sort of... That you sort of get with Rent is is with Hamilton. To be honest, mm. it's a very it was a very similar sort of story to Hamilton coming out because Hamilton obviously was such a revolution, has been such a revolution, such a such a change, and such a an incredible sort of new flavor in music theater that is, has popped up and just had mega success. Um, Rent had pr- pretty much the same thing. They had uh, at, at sort of the peak of their of the, of their sales, it was sold out every night, obviously, and they started um, selling these cheap tickets. Um, for the, 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 the less um, fortunate, and they were actually putting them in the front two rows. Um, and so as a result, people were... It was, it was, uh, to start with, it was first in, first served, so you yeah. would, there was a specific office yeah. you would line up for. So they ended up having three lines. They had the Friday night line, they had the Saturday matinee line, and the Saturday night line, and they would all be lined up on Friday night on the pavement. Um, and it, I think it got to such a point that people were actually getting mugged on the street for their tickets... Uh, yeah. And so they good old New York. Mm-hmm. Old school they, wise, New York. <laughs> they wisely switched over to a lottery system after yes, that. Yeah, so probably uh, fair. But yeah, so it was it was mega successful, and and just everyone for some reason wanted to see it. I wonder what maybe it ref- maybe well, it no, actually maybe. reflects. Well, it's so they, it's so much it.
2: like New York of that. Like it is. So it's like New York like at real that time. time. capsule. though those people yeah. that time doing that specific thing. Yeah, yeah.
0: and for the contemporary. I'll talk about this a little bit later, but contemporary pop music to be on stage in a way that was mm. edgy and it wasn't just like a, a jukebox musical or anything it was music they were listening to at the yeah. time too so
1: and it wasn't derivative it was quite original. Yeah. It was it was music that were, wasn't just derivative of the music of the time it was the music of the time in yeah. such a genuine way um, that it wasn't really a sellout it was yeah hey. that's, that's, that's your history. Cool. Let's move on.
2: Everyone has AIDS. AIDS AIDS, AIDS. AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Just one of the very many parodies <laughs> of this musical that <laughs> has occurred in the popular culture. Thank you, Trey Parker and Matt Stone.
1: Mormons, so they're music theater.
2: Yeah, I'm just a little bit closer to the microphone. They are musical theatre legends <coughs> for are. Book of Mormon now. Now, now, though they did do Cannibal the musical as well. Let's get on <laughs> to the plot and the characters of Rent, shall we? Now, there's a few main characters and a lot of supporting characters. I'm going to ignore the supporting characters. Mm-hmm. You've got like all their mothers who are leaving them. Messages and you've got drug dealers and so on and so Very forth. Many. Unnecessary, unnecessary, just filler. They're filler, <laughs> yeah. filler. But okay, so we have a whole bunch of couples. We have Mark and Roger, they're roommates. Mark is a cinematographer. I <laughs> was <laughs>
0: wondering where you go with the I couples bit of I that. I want to rephrase that. There's no, no, no. We'll get
2: to sexual couples okay. later on. This is uh, platonic. Mark couples. and Roger are roommates uh, and they were best friends with Benny. Yes, who is now technically their landlord? He's oh. sold out.
0: He's the worst, and
2: has reneged on his deal to give them free rent.
0: Benny, because
2: he wants to develop it.
0: You're the genius. why?
2: So Benny, Benny is the uh, the, the villain. villain of the piece. Hashtag team Benny. He's a real. Yeah,
3: great villain. Too. Hashtag <laughs> team Benny. <laughs> team Benny. Wow. <laughs> Truly a team Benny.
2: Okay, so Mark is a is a filmmaker, and he just mm. wants to. Make his art and, and not kind of give in to the man, just wants to be real. He is the Jonathan Larson of the musical. He is. Yeah, so this, this is he the Jonathan is. Larson character. Roger was a once successful, once successful, um, like rock star, like singer in a band. But now he's, he's down and out. He's an ex-junkie whose ex junkie whose girlfriend died, and now he's HIV positive, and he's just not yeah. dealing with life. She
0: died because she was HIV positive.
2: Exactly, yeah. So. Uh,
1: Sorry, can I just bring this up quickly? Yeah. S- say the letter H for me. H. Now say HIV. HIV. H-I-V. Yeah, this is weird. H- Everyone says HIV. HIV.
3: H. It's
0: true. I said H. You, you
1: did. H- H- I H- said H-, H-, H.
3: I said
0: H. I
1: think you were saying HIV before. HIV. Okay. Moving on. From now on, we're going to try to say H- on HIV, on and it's going to really
3: kill us. So
2: let's move on to our first uh, romantic coupling. Yeah, so Roger becomes romantically in, interested in Mimi Ooh. Marquez. It's yeah,
0: a great name. Yeah. yeah so My
2: she's she's a uh, a club dancer and a drug addict. She lives downstairs in the same building, Mark and Roger. Uh, so she is interested in Roger as well and she is also HIV positive and we find out later on that she's also been involved with Benny.
0: Oh, Mimi.
2: Sometime in the past, even though Benny's married
0: now. But it's, Benny still has a thing for her, doesn't he?
2: Yes, he tries to get her back. During the VBO m or whatever. Tom Collins. It's new a drink. person. Uh, so he's an anarchist professor with AIDS. Uh, so it Seems to be
3: a running theme here,
0: isn't so he?
2: Yeah, yeah. It'd be quicker um, to
3: list the characters that don't have AIDS. Mark. <laughs> the done. End.
2: Maureen, Joanne and Benny. There
3: you go. <laughs> That's a good
0: joke though. Well done yeah. in your comic title.
1: <laughs> well, probably Mark's mother. I said we're ignoring those <laughs> people.
0: This guy. <laughs> you never know, though.
2: <clears throat> yeah, maybe. Maybe. It was New York in the 90s. It was a problem. Tom Collins, so nice uh, a computer genius. He's a, a teacher who works um, Is at New York University. Or he was MIT. fired from New York. Person. He was MIT. at MIT. He was at MIT. Now at NYU. Um, yes. yes. Yeah, he, he, he got fired because he has an issue with... Um, just computer technology and the encroachment of technology, basically. Yeah. yeah. Little um, did he know. Look, he, he deals... Yeah, he he reprogrammed the computers to self-destruct, yeah. whatever. <laughs> uh, and he is romantically linked with Angel Dumont Chouinard, everyone's favourite character from mm-hmm. the musical. Everyone. Um, a young drag queen um, who... Very... Ahead of its time, mm-hmm. uses she, her pronouns when dressed as a woman yes. and he, him when he's not. So I will kind of switch around as mm-hmm. I will, just get that out there. Uh, uh, street percussionist, uh, but just altogether lovely person, uh, helps Collins after it gets mugged at the beginning of the show and then they fall madly in love, etc., etc.
0: <laughs> Great. Who's next? Um, Maureen.
2: Maureen is Mark's ex-girlfriend, mm. currently romantically involved with Joanne, a lawyer, and she's about to put on a show, like that a protest written. show. That yeah. she's written. Yeah. That Adina improvised. improvised with the director. In Michael the workshop. Great. Great. Yeah. Look. Back. Okay. It,
0: yeah. Yep. <laughs> they maybe should have edited that bit, but you know.
2: Well, I think I think it did get pretty really heavily. Mm, yeah. Lied, it's though. it's a, it's, a, it's a tough song. <laughs> it's a tough song. It's a tough one. Uh, but you know, cow spoons and moons. Why not? Uh, Joanne Jefferson. She's Ivy League educated, public interest lawyer, and a lesbian. She is like a total '90s archetype, like this really strong, uh, like ultra-feminist, she only really deals with other women and, Mm. yeah. Um, But she also, it's really interesting idea of that mixing of levels of society in this mixing pot of New York. And finally, Benny. Oh, Benny. Benny.
3: He's the best dude.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So he's the (laughs) landlord of Mark, Roger and Mimi's apartment building, ex-roommate to... Mark, Collins, Roger and Maureen, now married mm. and lives uh, elsewhere and uh, in con- considered yuppie scum and a yes. sellout by his ex-roommates. Yeah. Yep.
0: But he's just trying to impress the people that he's currently around. Yeah. He's misunderstood. Yeah. But, but also... He's
2: misunderstood. And cheating on his wife.
3: And cheating, well... He wanted to be the dirty, first but, person. He like, strives for success, really. <laughs> He's just the only one of them goes, you know what, I am going, oh, this, this girl is good for me, her, her family's great, like they're doing good things.
1: She's they're, very rich.
0: They're... I don't have I to wonder was, where my next meal's coming from. Uh, it, was yeah. definitely,
1: it was definitely um, discussed by the creators and they've, and the producers, et cetera, have said many times that they made Benny to be agreeable, that you could agree, if you mm. wanted to, you could agree with yeah. his position. They wanted him to be reasonable. Um, so team team Benny isn't quite as unreasonable uh, as it hashtag may sound. <laughs> That's the new shirt, guys. <laughs> My new one. shirt is hashtag team Benny.
3: Honestly, um, it, it was that team
2: it was angel. Yeah, so. yeah,
1: team
0: Angel's the best. Um, is Mark? This is the bit where I get a bit confused with mm-hmm. the storyline. Is Mark still in love with Maureen? And but because they like she relies on him a lot for like tech stuff and to, I think like, do I think stuff. it's
2: implied that. Maureen is really manipulative of people who fall in love with her and yeah. she, she's kind of this femme fatale. So she has Joanne wrapped around her little finger yeah. and Mark wrapped around her other little finger... And kind of plays them off against each other. I'm
3: going to throw it out there. Joanne is definitely my least favorite character.
2: Really? Yeah. I I think it's
0: just Joanne's circumstances. Like it's sometimes. Nope. Nope. Okay. (laughs) There's no reasoning with Julie, (laughs) guys. Nope.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Okay. Let's get on to the story. Help me out because this is this is a dense, convoluted. Well, just just Google Labo M. That's your story. Yeah. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of people who don't want to pay their rent. The end. The end. <laughs> uh, some uh, of them have AIDS and they have trouble dealing with that in their various different ways. Yeah. Uh, great scene in, like, a support group, an AIDS yeah. support group. One of my favourite songs oh, of the yeah. show. Uh, or songs of the show. Uh,
1: oh.
0: Lots of stuff happens. It the, where the, they, the, it's there's, about, there's like, relationships. This, like, there's, two, there's
1: sort of, like, two or three plot lines. The first one is... Mark writing a song. I'm uh, not Mark Rogers. Roger. Roger is writing a song. He, yeah. he has been failing as an artist and has been trying to write this song. Writer's block. Um, he's got writer's block. Yep. The whole thing is him overcoming writer's block mm. until the very end. Um, so that's Mimi's job in the plot. Is that he sort of falls in love with Mimi, falls out of love with Mimi, can't deal with this, and then eventually Mimi comes back at the very end. Spoiler alert: um, Mimi is is pretty much dies um, in love with um, She actually, I think, dies for real. Yes, she does and doesn't um, come back. For realsie, for she's dead. For real, she does come back, and when and when she die and so when she dies, he sort of realizes his song and sings it. Um, that's his plot, and then Mark is just filming all of this, so he's the outside eye. Well,
2: he's the one who wants to find his story. Yeah, so he's looking for inspiration. He's the 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 artist that doesn't want to give in, but then of course he films. Maureen's performance and mm. the protest that it turns into. So he gets some money from that and then yeah. he kind of sells out and he's worried about yeah. that. And then he realizes at the end that his story his story is Angel's story. So yeah. all the all the film that he has of Angel, he turns that into something and that's what he's happy with. Yes.
1: He's definitely analogous with Jonathan Larson. Yes. He was definitely his definitely. Character, And especially being that Jonathan Larson, one of his really I think his best friend, um, had HIV AIDS. Mm-hmm. And he, would actually, he was attending those support meetings with his friend. That's where all those support scenes come from. Yeah, um, yeah. Including the Will I, leave your dig- will I Lose My Dignity? Um, he was, someone actually said that in a meeting. He said, um, I'm not afraid of death, but will I lose my dignity? Mm. Um, That's where he got that from. So, yeah, so Mark Cohen is just his, his sort of... is yeah. Jonathan Larson's story. Avatar I, in the movie. his him, his, him <laughs> seeing all those people. And then you have Tom Collins and Angel... Um, which is just the, the 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 love story that he wanted to yes. that he wanted to show, um, and that's you know Tom being an anarchist and sh- all of the all of the complete polar opposite ideals to Benny, so to balance that character, uh, and Benny's Benny's arc is realising that selling out isn't the right thing and that friends are more important, um, and then Tom Tom Collins um, falls in love with Angel, um, and then we see Angel degrade and we watch. The, the true tragedy of what was that period, which is watching all your friends die, die which yeah. was a, 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 by all accounts awful, mm. um, and so that's so we see that love story and Mark is constantly looking for the story that he wants to film, and at first he thinks it's that protest and the and the commercial side of things because TV stations want that, mm. they want the, the the they want the protests and the riots. But at the end, he, as you said, he comes to the realisation that the story that he wanted to film was his friends and that, that thing was more important to him, which is that commercial versus artistic and personal, which mm-hmm. is what Jonathan Marston was getting at.
2: And so then we just have the, the Tom and Angel romance, which ends uh, sees, scene one, act two, where Angel dies and then they're all dealing with that grief and then that kind of leads through a very uh, uh, dreary act two before we get to... Mimi dying and being brought back by Rogers by love. Yep, Uh, and the power of music, and then it finishes. Then it finishes, and everyone's
1: (laughs) everyone's friends still. Everyone's Everyone's still friends. Yeah. Yeah, So
0: even more than before. Um, Can I I ask a
3: question though? Yeah,
2: absolutely.
3: Are they then going to pay rent?
2: (laughs) Yes because Mark has money now.
0: Mark has a job. Oh, he decides to one, take but he like he, he does go back and forth about whether he's going to take the job for a little yeah. while. He ignores the so calls. So he is a lot. paying everyone's rent. He then yeah, basically okay, ends well, up paying ridiculous. everyone's <laughs> rent.
1: Well, that's that's, that's that's it's an artist commune, man. Well, Benny also gets kicked out of his family thing. So I'm assuming Benny does something would help with the rent in some mm-hmm. way. Um, but he's been he's been ousted by the rich family.
2: Because he was cheating. Benny, I mean,
1: like, he
3: probably So he that. should be. Classic <laughs> Benny. Probably oh. brought
1: that on himself with that one. Yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to songs. Yes. I mean, if you want more sp- particular, like, piece, pieces of the plot, I'd just Google it because it's really complex.
0: <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm going to talk to you about songs.
2: Yay! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, guys. Any
2: particular songs?
0: Just the songs of Rent today. Oh, um, man. I know, I know. I thought All i just 42 like. 42 of them. Oh, 42 of them. we are going to be here forever. Yes. Well, look, a lot of them have the same names, and I think you can get the general gist of them once I explain the first one. So we should be okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so we've mentioned it before. This is a musical based off an opera. Um, and Larson's goal was to create something that combined Broadway tradition with contemporary pop music. And um, he's put a lot of rock and roll into it, which is pretty pretty cool, I think. I mean, there's
1: not a lot of la poem.
0: Not a lot yeah. of la
2: poem. Well, there is,
1: <laughs> is Musetta's um, uh, Waltz. Comes the, up a few times.
2: Yeah, Twice. but when... When you're quantifying the amount of music in the
1: show, it actually comes. Up, I think it comes like four times. Oh my there god! There are like oh, so. subtle. There are <laughs> subtle
0: little clues sometimes that he's been quite clever in. Um, and I'll get to those later. Um, so <laughs> the the musical opens with um tune up number one, voicemail number one, and tune up number two. Tune up is basically just Roger sitting there with his guitar tuning it. And, um,
3: tunefully though. Tunefully. He's tunefully tuning his dun- guitar. Dun-
0: dun- 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 yep, yep right. that happens a lot. Um, and he's just lamenting about how he just wants to sing, like write one great song before he dies, um, which is all great. Good, good and angsty then, really. But it's very angsty. The show is very angsty. But when you see that they're like. <laughs> that is an understatement.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's the nicest way to put it. Then um, Mark's mum rings and says hi. They don't answer it. They just listen to the voicemail. Yeah, they
1: screen their calls. They that screen their things. calls.
2: But they don't so much screen them. They just don't answer. They
0: just don't answer. listen to the messages. Yeah, it's very – it's poor Mark's mum, really. Um, and then we go into tune-up number two where we're introduced um, now to Collins and Benny and they give Benny a hard time and then – we launch into the
2: title song.
0: Title song very early on. Look, really,
2: it's it's good to just get it out there. You know, it is.
0: In case you didn't know, what this song was called? It's called Rent. Um, and they sing about how they don't want to pay, they don't want to back pay rent, they don't want to pay rent for now, they don't want to pay future rent, they just don't want to pay it. Um, it's, which it's,
2: they're very firm on that position. They're very, which firm which is on
3: weird that. because I love paying rent.
2: Oh, look, it's <laughs> not you? one of my favourite things. I mean, I like having a place to live.
3: Yes. When it storms and I'm scared, it's definitely on my list of favourite things (laughs) that you pay rent. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: (sighs) So,
2: brown paper packages tied up at string.
0: They're they're personally my favourite. I have brown paper packages before I play Rent. And then we meet um, Colin... Where are we up to? We've Beautiful. just sung Rent. <laughs> just <laughs> just <laughs> on He's still, rent.
1: still in Rent probably. Collins, We're gets, still mugged rent. Collins
0: gets mugged in the middle of Rent and then Angel finds him and he sings Aww. You Okay, Honey. And we go into tune-up number three because apparently Roger can't tune a freaking guitar.
2: Very
1: quickly.
0: Very quickly. He <laughs> can
1: do it <laughs> over, and over, and over, over and over again. again. <laughs> but it's helpful to have oh a song that you can just play open strings on the guitar that yeah, doesn't well require just too much. Yeah. Work,
0: yeah. you know it's it's good time, so it we means hear that a... your
1: performer doesn't have to
2: know guitar yeah. that well
0: it's good, look, <laughs> he has been i said tunefully nice. tuning tunefully it was tuning. tunefully tuning, and then um Mark leaves to go help. Joanne, I think Ma- yes. no Maureen. He goes to help Maureen. Maureen but he meets Joanne, but then. he meets Joanne, and they look. We'll get to that later too. So then Rogers on his own, and he sings about the one song, song he wishes he could write, which could just be the song that he's singing yeah,
2: controversially. This song about the song that he yeah, wants to write is better than the song that, that he, wants he wrote. To write. This
3: is true. One hundred percent true. <laughs> yeah,
0: but no, he uh, he then talks for another hour and a half about wanting to write the greatest song in the world. Um, Mimi comes in.
2: They... <laughs> they 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 talk about. Sorry, heroin. Miranda, closing the fridge. Was so funny. Yes, <laughs> Miranda here, is Miranda. mostly a clown when it comes to fridge closing.
1: Uh, Randy, you aren't in this episode. You're
3: not allowed to. Okay, anymore.
0: Okay, baby.
1: Spelled from rent.
0: I need to just like not watch anything while I talk. <laughs> um, so Mimi comes in. She talks about how she's cold and there's no heating in her place. Probably because she hasn't paid her rent either. Um... And has no heating because they're living in an abandoned building, it's essentially, a loft. A loft. Um, so she cracks onto Roger by continually blowing out the candle and coming back and asking him to light it for a little bit. Um, now the the the, 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 the... The, the,
2: the, candle?
0: Ode to the
2: ode?
0: La Bohème in this song is that in La Boheme, Mimi leaves a key at Roger's yeah. place, Mimi in Rent leaves a bag of cocaine, which the term, like, on the street for it was key. So everyone would have been like, oh, he's so clever. Um, then we hear another voicemail. <laughs>
2: Is
1: that a direct quote? <laughs> All those people on the who understood the, uh, the obscure <laughs> reference to a genie opera that they've been watching.
0: <laughs> I reviewed everyone who saw the original production <laughs> and that's what they said. They're just like that. Um, then we hear another voicemail. Um, and then we see Angel drumming on a bucket and singing Today for You. Is that what that one is? Or is no, that, that earlier that's on? That's where he
2: comes into the
1: apartment.
3: That oh, might be my... Oh. No, I thought he started that outside.
1: He, yeah, he did. Okay. But he, he drums yeah. on so the bucket and he goes and gets changed. And yeah, that's back. right. That, that's all right,
0: so we're all talking about the same song. Yeah, that's the bucket right. drumming
2: happens at a couple of
3: Potentially
0: occasions. my favourite song. Actually.
2: It is. It's a really good song.
0: It's Angel, good song. most of Angel's
3: Angel songs are the...
2: Best, I it's
0: because apart yeah. from
3: Benny, Angel is the best. <laughs> apart from Benny. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> Team Benny. Julie's very Team Benny.
0: I,
2: I will say, Julie, <laughs> Angel is the only character in this whole musical that kills a dog. <laughs> That's
3: right. And I, Benny's dog, Julie. Yeah, and Benny was, would be very upset about that. Has no. anyone thought about
0: how Benny, Benny, Benny feels? Said, I hashtag I Team Benny. <laughs> Direct quote
1: Benny, I, hate, I hated that dog. Yeah, but maybe he, That's he's... What he said.
0: It you guys aren't zenith. very good at showing your feelings, so maybe he was just like trying to hold it
1: back. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, was, he was at Angel's funeral when he said that,
3: so <sighs> he was
0: just trying to make other people feel. Yeah. Better. No, anyway, guys, was... we're not even even close no, to okay. the forty-two. <laughs> um, <laughs> then Angel sings how life will be great, <laughs> and you'll see. Then Mark finds Joanne at Maureen's gig, setting up techie things that she has no idea about, and Mark's this is like, "Why the did funniest she? Funniest song, ever. yeah." She's like, why did she call you? Why did she call you? They have a bit of a fight about it in tango form. Um, (laughs) And then they... True
2: musical theater. (laughs) Let's dance fight. fight. Let's
0: dance fight it out.
3: It's not choreographed. It's not a
0: real fight. Um, And then they realise that they have a lot in common and that a lot in common is being sucker punched by Maureen constantly. Um, Dina Menzel,
2: You Should Be Ashamed. You
0: should be ashamed of yourself. Then we hear um, Life Support. I can honestly tell you I can't remember what that song is. That's
2: that's the... uh is that, yeah, the, that support
0: that's group? the support group? Yeah, oh, good. Okay. I thought that was just called Will I Lose My Dignity? <laughs> I
1: think that's the song. Is that the name of the
3: song now?
0: <laughs> and then we learn that Mimi's finished her night being a stripper and she sings <laughs> <laughs> Out Tonight on her way home. That's what she does. Because she wants Roger, particularly, to take her out for a good time. Um. I've, no, will I? Will yeah, I? It, is it, yeah, no, it's not life support. Then
1: it comes down. To okay, yeah, there's, there's two different ones.
0: Guys, just name all your. Oh, I think
1: it's the creed. The earlier one is yeah, the creed. The creed that yeah. yeah, it's not will I, but it's yeah, similar thing.
0: Then we w- there's lots of just like lots of little ensemble interludes all the time, which are, like telling you what season we are in and like where we're at, at, and ourselves. it's just a bit annoying, but it happens a lot. I'm really glad they cut them all from the movie, but. Hey. Um,
1: the movie was so good, just yes. so good. Oh. Is that air quotes? You, got air quotes yeah, there? that's air quotes. You can't. <laughs> see Ladies those. and I'm gentlemen, them, if you can't hear sarcasm,
0: that was it.
1: I
2: mean, the movie wasn't surprise.
1: No, it was not.
0: <laughs> oh. um, we hear a bit of Santa Fe, which was the first song that was written. I'll cover you where Angel and Collins like Angel Angel and Collins um, <laughs> <laughs> confess their love for each other. Joanne convinces herself that Maureen's not a bitch and that they're okay. Um, we hear a Christmas song. Maureen has her um, – I'm just going to oh. race through this because there are yeah, so no, do it, many. Do, it, do it. Um, Maureen has her protest where she sings a weird song about cows. cows um, jumping over the moon. I will never understand what that song is. Um It's just
2: meant to be avant-garde performance art. Oh,
0: don't we love it. Um
2: there there as well.
0: Yeah, that was also sarcasm. <laughs> um and then La Vie Bohème happens where they go into a restaurant and decide that they're not, not going to pay for anything the because Cafe. they don't pay for rent, so why pay for drinks? Well, actually, um, they, they do
1: pay for it, Angel. Pay.
0: That's yeah. well, yes. For, but they a rare sing about that it. They do that
2: pay it. Pay. You, you do hear they, the wage tries they to pay. kick them out because he's Mark like, Please, yeah, no,
0: it comes out of my wages. Um, and then, in the middle of that big song, Mimi and Roger discover that they're in love with each other and that they're both dying. Um.
2: <laughs> Jeez, they both have HIV. Okay, they both have HIV.
0: Oh oh my God, go. God. Ayo. Moving on. Me that?
2: that is the end of Act 1. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're only at the end of Act 1.
2: Don't worry, there's like half as
1: many songs <laughs> act
0: in Act 2. Is yeah. there? Um, in Act 2, we open with Seasons of Love, which everyone sings about how so much can happen in a year.
1: That's a list song. I forgot to say. That's, That's a, a list. These, song. All these songs are just lists of they
0: things. They are. Le Bohem is, Seasons of Love is...
1: Just wait till you get down to Mimi's song, which is the ultimate list. Today for you is.
0: And today for you is. um, Rent is. Then they sing about having a happy new year. And there's another voicemail from Mark's mum. Like, really, just please talk to your mother, Mark. She's annoying. Another Um, musical
2: where the mums have it hard.
0: Poor mums, guys. Call your mum. And then. Maureen and Joanne (laughs) talk about, um, well, they break up. It's a breakup song. I think people forget sometimes when they perform it that it's a breakup song and they just belt the crap out of it.
2: And then hug Um, at the end. And then then they hug at the end. it's like
0: (laughs) You're no longer together. Um, But it's pretty good. I think it's also one of the better songs um, in the show. And then we sing Seasons of Love again about adult things like having babies and all that kind of stuff. Roger and Mimi um, are having relationship issues and they sing exactly. without it's you. It's time for
1: everyone to have issues.
0: Yep, everyone has issues. Without
1: you, another massive lift.
0: yeah. Yep. So long. Um, so long. And then we have another voicemail message because... Why
2: not? But then we have orgy orgy,
0: And then we have an orgy with contact, but at the end of contact. (laughs) It's
2: such a weird juxtaposition. Yeah,
0: Angel
3: dies at the end of the orgy. No, no, roll it back.
1: Contact is... Is an orgy. Is an orgy, yeah. Orgy. How, you have a to how the words, do you, you not know this, is Julie.
3: <laughs> Have I missed part of... Did I fall I probably fell asleep. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> it's a strange scene, but it is a big orgy. <laughs> so, it's Whoa. super weird. Like, it's, a, it's such a I mean, weird
0: song. Yeah.
1: Ugh. Can go Hot, 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 sweat, sweet.
3: Oh, yeah, that's the one I... Yeah, I skipped that one because it bores me. <laughs> <laughs> but no longer
0: now that you know what about. sorry what yeah. um and then colin sings a reprise of i'll cover you at the funeral and everyone's very probably sad probably the
2: saddest and one. it, no it is it's That's
0: beautiful, beautiful. That's it's very well done most of the time um <laughs> then we our uh, halloween happens again a song i cannot remember
1: halloween um, is um them singing about um, halloween it's at the funeral Oh, that's right. (laughs) After the funeral, they're just talking about how everything went wrong.
0: And then everyone says goodbye to each other because love is dead and why keep going? Um, And another voicemail happens. Again, I can't remember. In
1: there, that's where Benny and Collins become friends. Benny
0: and Collins become friends. Somewhere in there. Um, Then everyone's mothers ring at the same time and nobody answers again.
1: (sighs) Poor mums.
0: And then the finale happens um, finale A, Mimi dies. Then Your Eyes happens. Roger's song, ultimate song, which is shocking. Pretty, pretty subpar. Um, and then finale B happens where Mimi comes back to life and everyone lives happily ever after, except for Angel and the dog that Angel killed. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. That is all yeah. 42 songs. I, yeah. I tried to look for the list of songs that were that
3: were cut out. From
1: there, just a lot of different but variants on those titles. I'm mean, gonna say,
3: Voicemail number five was kind <laughs> no, Voicemail no, number five, five is in there. Okay, uh, sorry, Voicemail um, 32, probably, yeah. A, probably, a, three B, three. yeah. <laughs> um, tune up 49. There
0: are, yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's a very, um, what interjecty musical, like a scene will be in the you middle of something. Up. I did interjecty, guys, it's like gonna it. be a thing. Um, Hashtag interjecty, <laughs> um. <laughs> Where yeah, it just it it's technically used to further the plot in some way or to give exposition, but um,
2: it's it's it is also set to set the time passing. Yes. Yeah. All right. Shall we one. move on to production elements and cast?
1: <laughs> yes.
3: Shall we talk about cast and effects?
2: Yes, please. I mean, if you've got things to talk about. Well,
3: mainly just cast. She didn't do a homework on effects.
2: <laughs> all right. I, I don't At think there are too honest. many, like, There's show-stopping really effects so, in Rent, usually.
3: All right. Let's have a chat about the cast. We've got many to choose from, but let's talk about the big hitters in each cast. The big hitters. The big hitters. Good. So, if Mark, basically, Anthony Rapp. Played Mark from nineteen ninety four right through to the two thousand and five film. Whoa! So he covered nineteen ninety four workshops, original Broadway cast, and two thousand and five film.
2: His life was this show. That's
3: a, For long a very time long Mark. time. That's like eleven years. That's a very long That's time long to be time. playing one particular character. He
2: must have loved it.
3: I mean, mm. yeah the the next closest to have that kind of really big spread, oh, mm, ish spread. Um, Daphne Rubin Vega. 1994, right through to the end of mm. original Broadway. And then we have got a she couple that... Mimi. Yes, playing those. Mimi. So the couple that um, overlap original Broadway cast in 2005 film, which is the ones that usually kind of tend to overlap just per chance. Jesse L. Martin as Tom Collins, who I really loved in yeah. other works. That yes, he's, done. Yeah. he's very good. Um, and Dina Menzel...
2: Good old Idina.
3: Idina Menzil. Yeah. Um, as Maureen as well. Then uh, Angel as well. So Wilson, Jermaine, I can't even say his last name.
2: Heredia. Oh, Heredia. there we go. We well,
3: about... some people can say his last name.
2: It's,
0: Zane is a master of words.
2: consonants followed by vowels. Like what? <laughs>
0: what?
2: <laughs> it's not a particularly hard word to pronounce, what? is it?
3: <laughs> consonants, consonants followed by vowels?
2: Yeah, like regular words. The girls found that inordinately funny
3: The girls have had a lot of sugar Alright, so so then let's have a chat about 2008 Let's Final performance film, which is something that I don't understand Anyway, my fave, who is a babe, in my opinion Mm. Roger was played by Will Chase Who can do no wrong in my eyes
2: and has done no wrong in the eyes. <laughs> no, he's beautiful. No, I think that's great. He's delicious. I, yeah. He's I agree. You know. <laughs> I don't know who will <laughs> chase, chase it. Because I will
3: fight you about this.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Can we just spiky, finish the recording? The then we can go I'm
1: really shows. glad that Julie was <laughs> distracted <laughs> for that moment. Um, Julie, I don't know
0: who will chase it. <gasps> you don't know who will yeah, chase is. Yeah, I'm it. really sorry. Did you
3: watch Smash? Yes. He's in that. Who is he? Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well Julie, did you watch
3: Smash? I did, but I'm not one for character names, guys. Zane?
2: <laughs> I actually can't remember the character name. I'll look it up right now. You continue okay. on.
3: Continue. I will continue on. Um. So, where was I? I've lost my place. You
0: were at Will Chase.
3: I know. What a beautiful place to be.
2: Okay, so Will Chase uh, played uh, Deborah Messing's old flame, Michael. Oh, yes,
3: he's very good.
0: Mm. Yes, okay. Yes, I'm on board.
3: The Benny tour. Began in July 1997. Hey guys, Say it's they're called Benny, the Benny Tour. <laughs> what just is the saying. Benny Tour? No idea, but the Benny Tour began in July 1997 in San Diego, California at the La Jolly Playhouse. Um, in that production, it originally featured Neil Patrick Harris in the role of Mark. MPH. MBH. MPH. He would, he would have been just out of Doogie at that point, wouldn't he? 97. Yeah. He would have been young. He would have been little. Little. Perfect age to play a uh, angsty 20-year-old. <laughs> such, such
2: disdain in your voice, Jimmy. Well, no,
3: can I just clear this <laughs> up? I actually loved Rent at a point in my life, so much so that I wrote uh, your own fanfiction? version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, porn fanfiction, guys.
0: Oh, no, wow. I wrote, also had a
1: crossover with I mean, cats. I was called, I was called PG. <laughs> um, M rating?
3: We're not going to read James out the chapters.
0: We're just
1: mentioning.
3: <laughs> so, um, there was a time when I really, really loved Rent. I was seventeen at the time. I didn't. I was as angsty as they were, and I was like, "Yeah, life sucks." <laughs> Why
1: do I? I never want to pay rent. pay rent. Then
3: I grew up and went, "Can you guys stop whinging? You're very irresponsible human beings." I mean,
1: they only have <laughs> HIV.
3: <laughs> Look, some of us Should have our own issues, and we won't that, get into that, that, will we? I think the
1: issue was with yourself rather than the music. I don't have
3: HJ.
1: Yeah, that's what I was saying.
3: Who was they, in they the Benny Tour other to than,
1: than Neil they Patrick Harris? Shall
3: we talk about yeah. the Benny it? Let's talk about the great Benny idea. Tour. So, <laughs> the Benny Tour. Uh, Wilson Cruz as well was in the Benny Tour. Don't know who he is. Yeah. No, 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 no great Cruise. story. Wilson. Cruz. Anyway, on the NPH. Direction, he mm. directed well. a production at the Hollywood Bowl in LA. He did. He did. The production played a three night engagement in 2010, and this could be one of my favorite cast listings. Like, All this right. is, I yeah, agree. Are you with, about
0: to say Vanessa Hudgens is one of your favorite?
3: For a show I don't like, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the cast included Vanessa Hudgens as Ugh. Mimi, and she's a good Mimi. Like, that yeah, well, character wise is pretty spot on. <laughs> Aaron Tippett as Roger. Oh, that would have been amazing to Skylar watch. Skylar Astin as Mark. is my favorite. That makes me like warm and fuzzy, and all my warm and fuzzy. Work. Wayne Brady as Collins. That's a great wow. one. Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady as Collins. That's brilliant. Um, Telly Luong as Angel. Tracy Thomas, Tom, sorry, as Joanne, and a good, a good marine too, Nicole Scherzinger. As Marine, mm. um, Collins Penny as Benny, and Gwen Stewart as the soloist in Seasons of Love. Because apparently no one else could do that. Um,
0: definitely... I think they always give that to an ensemble member though, because it's like you job. guys haven't really done much.
3: Uh, you, one of
2: you's a drunk and only you, and <laughs> only
3: can do it. Um, then we story. have. The 1999 Australian production. Wow! And I was thinking about this when I read it. 1999. That came out to Australia pretty quickly mm. for that time. Yeah. When you're thinking about things that we are still waiting to see, like how long it took Australia to get Mormon. That's true. That's true. Like it's or even Wicked. Wicked. We wicked took a took long ages time to come. To yeah. Wicked. So 1999 Australian production featured Justin Smith as Mark, Roger Corser as Roger, Christina Nu as Mimi.
2: Oh wow.
3: Which I don't mind.
2: Oh, you're right.
3: The tour began in Sydney and finished in Melbourne, and then we have another production in Perth.
2: <laughs> that was the it. The tour was two cities, <laughs> two, the cities two cities in it two,
3: Kind of toured, just went back and forth. Um, <laughs> then there was a production in Perth in 2007. I also kind of like this casting as well. Anthony Anthony Collier is Mark, whatever. Ugh. Tim Campbell is Roger. Oh, Tim whatever. But fun. here's my favorite. Here's the kicker. Courtney act as Angel. Okay, that yeah, would have been fun. That. Yes. I really, really Anthony Clear as Mark. Yeah, I don't see him as a Mark. No, that's, um, that's
1: kind of our, our calling card in Australia. Just Anthony Clear as anything. There's
0: yeah. more. There's more, Julie. Okay,
3: there is more. It gets better. It, it does. Bert um, no, no, no! It's
2: as, <laughs> as Benny. Yeah. That would be.
3: I, I would actually watch that, guys. Bert Newton as Benny would be amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's all got an extra over seventies cast of rent, of rent. Would be hilarious, <laughs> yeah. but not a great. Well, are you show. ready
3: for who played Maureen? Let's just play a game. Let's play a guessing game. Who played Maureen? Carolyn
0: O'Connor. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 if you know, don't know as well.
2: Well, I. Do you know? I've done my research, so I You
3: do know? know? Then make it up. No, I say, yes. say anyone.
1: Oh, probably Lisa McCune. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Good guess. Solid guess. It is Australian Musical Theatre.
1: Yeah.
3: It was Nikki Webster.
1: Oh, my oh, God. Yes. what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that dear. is so, yeah. She did do a couple of stints in music theater. She no, was, I no, like no, that is She does. She runs.
3: Yeah. She runs a dance school that's all about singing. Dance, dance
2: ah,
1: acting. Go, go. Nikki. I
2: can't
3: say the word acting today. The I duct- said acting. All <laughs>
1: <started>. oh, right. <laughs> well, funny enough, she was in. She was in Wizard of Oz with Bert Newton.
3: Yeah. Why not? She. Yeah. All she circles. was. She was. Yeah. Um.
1: Bert's in connected. Somehow. <laughs> He's connected. I brought that in.
0: <laughs> yes. Heavy. Have- has Zac Efron been in any cast? Hang on, let me just check. <laughs> all
2: right, all right. No, no, no. This is a great segue to our dream cast. <laughs> Love the all right, ladies. So where is Zac Efron being placed?
0: Um he'd make a
2: really could,
0: good Roger. i it. like, Benny. Yeah. Angel. Ooh No. I yes, refuse. Yes. Actually, in all seriousness, I would really like to see Michael C. Hall play Angel. Yeah. yeah. Me too.
3: I like um, that. What, Is did, that just from Zach should be Benny? He wasn't
0: he was amazing as Team Benny. <laughs> <laughs> he he was amazing as um, Hedwig. Mm. Um, and I just I would really like to see what he does with Angel.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I think Courtney Act is a
0: a great, great one. choice, brilliant. Yeah. yeah,
2: because that that is kind of her persona anyway. Mm. That that well, it's a bit dirtier than Angel usually is, but mm.
3: no, she does no, she does nice stuff as well.
2: Yeah, well, she does. She does corporate stuff, so mm. she's yeah. lovely. Anyone? Anyway, well, so
0: so ben Zach Platt is in, in ben. as well, ben. Mac I, as Mark.
1: And Mark Ben, Mac.
0: who's Mac? I think Ben would be amazing as Mark.
1: Definitely, mm. yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. So then, I guess Zach Efron has to be Roger. Yeah. But why like, not, I, not I, Benny? I
0: um, Benny doesn't go shirtless.
3: Mark could definitely be shirtless. The majority of this.
1: Benny could be shirtless. I mean, it's only winter in New York. It's only winter in New York, you guys.
3: It's only <laughs> only for one of the seasons. And they're only
1: complaining no. about how cold it is.
3: Yeah, but. That's because he doesn't own a shirt. Roger has no clothes. Yeah,
2: everyone could
1: be shirtless in contact. Or well, yeah, but often they do. And yeah. often Angel is not he, wearing
0: clothes. Yeah, I just
1: I. Uh, <laughs> so now, now the Angel theory is coming back. <laughs> let's bring let's bring as this Angel. No, no I okay. stand
0: by Michael C. Hall and, and mm-hmm. corny
2: acting.
1: Angel. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm on that. Boat.
0: Look, he might not fit the show, but. We've mentioned him in yet another podcast. So it's
2: for the win. <laughs> well, what about our ladies? Who who would we put in as Maureen? Because she has arguably the hardest song to Maureen.
0: sell. yeah, yeah. she'd be right. Um,
2: I think Adina is past it now. So I don't yes. think she. I don't think she Aww. could pull this. I off
0: actually think, I think Anna Kendrick's Kendrick, oh no, sarcastic way of being, like her pitch perfect character, is very Maureen.
3: But I could also see her as Mimi.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm.
1: That's mm.
0: true. Serious so Joanne as well. She's so this? versatile, guys. One show. One yeah, show. it could be Anna Kendrick and Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> he takes all the male
2: okay. roles. I love. This she is going, takes going all too the... far. I officially have a problem with what is happening at this table.
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> gone Aww. on for so long, oh, guys. We're so on nice. episode <laughs> six. How are we? <laughs> all
2: right, let's let's go on to uh to top five lists. What top five list does Rent belong on?
0: Top five shows about AIDS.
2: Yep. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it'd be it'd be on there. I mean, it'd be behind Angels, but possibly. Well, well, music. We're talking music. Yeah, Yeah, musicals. musicals. I would put the title of the show is. Musicals taught me everything I know.
1: So, so no can, plays allowed, please? Says, it just said top five lists. So I was going I was, you know, to extend it to theatre. I, I think we
2: can go even broader than AIDS. I think we can go top five musicals about... Uh, musicals? Terminal illness. Because there are a few more about terminal illness. Are I don't. I You struggle to get five about AIDS. And
0: you... Yeah, that's true. Okay, mm. yeah, all right. I'll give you... I'll, I'll yeah. pay that, Zane. I'll
2: pay, uh, pay that. This might be controversial, this table... Top five musicals about
1: New York. I mean, every really though. York, so that's a pretty long list.
0: It's got to be it's top five of the best musicals about New yeah. York, or just well, top well, five average musicals I think, about I think, New York. I think, I think, oh, the top, top five,
1: five depictions of New York. Yeah, I think in I top five's most influential depi- <sighs> depictions. Of, it's one of the I
3: don't right. even know necessarily that I, I. reckon it would be think okay. about it being New York the whole time. Yeah. I think it could be set anywhere. It's just as long as you're a bogan and you don't want to pay rent.
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I guess that would be one way to bastardize it.
3: That's not bastardizing it. That's what it is.
1: Yeah. Top right. five
0: musicals that start discussions sure. <laughs> like this one.
1: That's that's
2: true. Uh, top five depictions of queer characters.
0: Yeah, I'll give it that one. Yeah, probably top
1: five sort of help. I think. Yeah. I think top top five um, <laughs> most influential examples of diversity in music theatre.
2: Oh, absolutely! Especially mm-hmm. that that Changes that
1: good first cast. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, that's that's certainly up there. The fact that they managed to do a piece that involved so many uh, diverse characters of different races and different sexualities, and then to not sort of have to underline that mm. for it just to feel so natural and and so it's it, yeah, it's, hard, it's I guess it's hard to articulate correctly uh, on the spot, but yeah, it's. It, without underlining all of, all of these ideas, we, we also saw characters that were real and experiencing the world through their individual races and religions yeah. and genders, um, um, in a way that was incredibly positive and life affirming, and something not, else that's not slanderous. Positive
2: and live affirming. Top five orgy scenes.
1: Top five, definitely top five orgy scenes. <laughs>
3: top five table dancing scenes.
1: <laughs> top five n- musicals that has also list a lot of table dancing. Things.
3: Well, yeah. I I can think. We could probably think of five, Bars, yeah. but it might be in the top five. Yeah, or it could just fall down to number six. Who knows?
2: What about top five title songs? Top five title
3: sh- songs. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Why not? <laughs> top,
0: Oklahoma. top five
1: musicals oh, okay. that are probably overdone.
2: I would have to uh, agree with I'd that. Probably put it in there. <laughs> top five musicals that shouldn't have a school version.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That was loud. Sorry, listeners. That was that was a very.
2: Because there yes, is loud. a school version of this. <sighs> Uh no, is not okay. Rent Junior is should not
3: be what they, they take the
0: orgy scene out? No.
3: Do they take the and the stripping and the stripping? They they and... do not.
2: They Why do they we? leave all of that in. They they make a little bit of the uh the uh public displays of affection less obvious, but Pretty much all of those themes mm. are touched on still. Can
3: I the ask children? if some of the lyrics to La, La Vie Bohème are perhaps changed?
2: I would. Hope yeah, a lot so. of the swearing is taken Hang out. On. I'm replaced. more referring to the, the dildo.
3: The pegging, yes.
0: <laughs> Into the Woods Jr. won't let anybody die. And yet... <laughs> Yep. Rent Jr. lets the children hold drugs and...
2: Look, it's it's, what? A, it's a strong Guys, this is artistic not okay. choice, I imagine. I'm going to be people.
0: writing something. Julie, start petting the angry letter. <laughs> okay.
3: <clears throat> Dear person. I thought you would not to say Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <clears throat> Top five funeral scenes. Yeah, I'd give it that too.
2: Top five saddest songs. Yep. Yeah. the reprise and reprise. also will I? Yeah.
3: Top five parodied scores. That's
0: yeah. true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Have we got any others that are on top I don't of that? know. that's Julian. a lot. We've this is this has been this has been a fruitful one for top five the top places. Five. <laughs> oh, no. Nope. Nah, yeah. good. Okay, so what the time's come to figure out what lessons Rent has taught us?
1: Hmm. No one? Julie, just, know, I'm, I'm letting Julie go first.
3: If it's not on, it's not on.
1: <laughs> All right, so
2: safe sex, please. And thank you. And don't share needles,
3: unless absolutely necessary. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm just going to say don't. That's that's the lesson that Zane learned. That's the
0: lesson that Zane learned?
2: Never share needles, especially with Julie.
0: Oh my God!
2: (laughs) Well, apparently if it's necessary, she'll do it. Uh, So, okay, Chris. In all seriousness. In all seriousness. What have you learned from Rant?
1: Uh, I don't know if it's any one lesson as such but it's... It's, it's the way of life? No, it is, it is, it is, a, it is a very good message um, a, a reminder of, of how incredibly privileged we are to not have had to live this. That's true. Um, I agree. To not mm-hmm. have had to live the reality that your friends are dying around you um, and you can't do anything to save that uh, to fix that um, mm-hmm. and, but then also the idea that um, their HIV status is not their that's not their life the, the positive or negative is not uh, who they are. Um, and, and seeing people in that light... I think, I think especially at the time, um, it was sort of a revolutionary thing of theatre was trying to portray this this part of society that was incredibly um, sort of removed from mainstream society because of just, mis- just general misinformation and people like, oh, just hit this packet of snakes to make a nice sound effect. <laughs>
2: um,
1: general misinformation... And, and bigotry um, sort of had secluded these people to a terrible place, and to show them as actual human beings um, who love and have fun and who are relatable um, was incredibly revolutionary and something that so you learned the uh,
2: importance of representation. Yes,
1: exactly. Um, and I think to take to take to take Julie the task. I think bastardizing. Want to fight bastard- about it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, no, I absolutely do want to take you to task on this because. To bastardize it down to uh, they should just get a job is exactly what it was written about. It was written about the people who would say that to them.
3: Perfect. Because
1: unfortunately for them, they lived in a time where they couldn't get a job and only having HIV/AIDS not only removed them from society, it removed them from their families. Guess like what? it was a, a pretty terrible reality to live in.
3: Everyone in this musical has a job.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> just I think saying. it's. <laughs> Yeah. a
3: really good one paid I, for I mean a very it long time <laughs> he was
1: paying less than 300 a week at the start but they got there which was lovely for them
2: uh, but but also one of the themes is mark deciding whether or not he should take, take a the job. job yeah which you know it's kind of like
0: i think it was that like we have to be real artists and we have to we have to live like real artists do, and that's suffering for our art because what, we're already suffering. And yeah. then, what is real art? Yeah, yeah.
1: but the, I mean, the majority of the characters who are portrayed therein aren't really artists. It's yes. just Mark and Roger, um, who have the most. And Maureen, and Maureen. And, oh, and Maureen, yeah. yes, and Maureen, who is married to a lawyer, so she's okay. And Angel, and yeah, Angel, but she's not. Her her life isn't being an yeah. artist. Such. Yeah. She's actually not an artist. Um yeah so it 's not about art for her it 's just about love and life
0: talking about angel, I think the biggest lesson I learned is that a little bit of kindness goes a long way, yes. and she brought a lot of happiness to the people around her. It was a good time um, that was I liked that plot point I think that 's why Angel is my favorite character because there is so much light and shade to her, which I don't see in a lot of the other characters, personally. Yeah. Um. So, it's yeah. Well, that's a, the thing. One Angel good deed.
2: wasn't really didn't have an arc. She was a lot of other people's arcs. Yeah. I guess so. It was that that her kindness was what everyone else learned from.
0: Yeah, and I like that. That's nice.
2: So that's, that's what, what I, I learned. Yeah. Be nice.
0: Be nice, guys.
2: Yeah. Anything else, Julie?
0: No. TV? <laughs> um, no. No? Yeah.
1: Chris? No, I'm quite, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. that a good oh.
0: <laughs> now I've got
1: to come up with a Yeah, more. Zane, what's oh, the, what's the lesson name? you learned? Um,
2: I learned oh. that bohemians in 90s New York really liked Maya Angelou, which is. <laughs> Something I wouldn't have picked. Yeah, I wouldn't no. have picked that. That would be the one person or well, one true. of the people that they would they would pick up on. So true. yeah, I'm not sure whether she would be a part of that whole scene, but you know,
1: yeah, who is it, who is it that lists that out in Livivo M? Uh,
2: Maya Angelou. That is Angel and Maureen, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Interesting. So you know the two. I that get would Ma- probably Maureen be making obscure
1: rep, but Yeah. Yeah.
0: And. Angel, who kind of followed that
2: angel, life yeah. That, yeah.
3: that that the, the preachy yeah.
2: life. Know.
0: You know okay. what else
3: we learned.
2: What else did we learn?
3: How many minutes there are in a year? Yeah, but we did
1: five hundred twenty-five thousand six
2: hundred. I've
1: never actually, minutes. I've never even checked. Is that actually correct? Let's see. I just like nobody it even. I've never yeah. even bothered checking. Is it <laughs> is that for a leap year I, or a regular I just tire? trusted that the musical was telling Honestly, the just, truth. Four hours a day, that a day that <laughs> was
0: true, at sixty. Bro minutes in an hour at 60 seconds That I makes mean 60 seconds this in a month minute.
3: 25,600 minutes
0: oh, there we go. oh my oh, lord yeah.
1: what about a leap year
3: Oh, man, a lie. Then we just don't <laughs> sing the song that year. Then
1: we don't, we don't sing uh-huh. that year. That's
2: it? <laughs> there's no love that year. If there's year. an Olympics that year, <laughs> yeah. no love. No, no love. No you can't, do,
3: love. Oh, you can't do rant catchy. in a league. It's way year. less catchy. 527,040 minutes. Uh, it,
1: 500 doesn't, it doesn't go with the and 40 and 40 minutes. have definitely <laughs> got to for the
3: and in there. How and do
1: 40. you measure an Olympics? in
2: Okay, so that is our show on rent. If you have any questions, feel free to talk to us on Twitter or Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But before we do anything else, Mm. we have a guest here. We do. Chris Thompson. Now, Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Yes. I want you to open up your iPhone and go to Apple Podcasts. Okay. Go to the Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know Musicals podcast. Taught,
1: oh, this is the – I don't even know where I am anymore. Okay. I Come on now. You, if you're you not have, you should to have. This, you you should have
2: a
0: podcast app on there that it's makes Apple. it easy
1: to – Yeah, hold on. I, I'm, I'm getting there. Musicals Taught Me – oh, I don't know where to go anymore. I, musicals I swear I, me everything I know. I can't. It's not coming up anymore. It doesn't exist. It does exist. If you press
0: search, it, sometimes it yeah, tricks yeah, there you it and no, there says, "Yeah,
1: Yeah, it sometimes doesn't preview it. Obviously, Apple. Now, what are you
2: doing? all of you listening to this, job. follow along with Chris and just do exactly what he's about to do.
1: Sure, I'm looking at my podcasts. Yes, yeah. I've, I've clicked on you Musicals taught search. me everything. There you go. You want to go to search? So I need to go to search. Yeah. Wait. Why am I? I'm. I'm here. I'm at it. Good. We'll click on reviews. Uh, I, uh, no, you, you have to go to the search and find it. I have it there. to search it in the search. Why can't I just look at it? Blame Apple. Podcasts. Okay, so I've looked it up. No, in we the will search not blame of, them at, for anything. Musicals taught me everything I know. I'm yeah. searching that yes. Yes. in podcasts. In podcasts. Correct. And then I'm going podcasts. And then you're clicking and, on it. And yeah, you're going and I'm clicking to reviews. On it. I'm going to reviews. Yeah. And it says write a review. And I click <gasps> on write a, write a review. And, and write a review for us. It tells me to sign in. Oh, well, uh, I just said use use existing. Oh my lord! I don't even know my Apple ID. Look, oh, no, I know it. I know it. I don't worry. I've done look, this. Look,
2: what you're going to do is you're going to go in and you're going to sign in and you're going to write us a review. And everyone listening to this is going to do the exact same thing because that's what oh, we gosh,
1: need. You it'll do. be
0: like you're writing yeah, a I'm review gonna, together, yeah, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm just going to yeah. write. Cool.
1: I'm going to write eight out of ten. Thought we were talking about South Pacific. Write in your favourite rent hashtag. Ever, yeah. Team Benny, Team Angel.
3: Hashtag, if it's not on, it's not on.
2: Team Roger. <laughs> team Everyone's Got AIDS.
3: Hashtag AIDS, 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 How
0: come there were no girls in your teams Thursday? Oh. Angel?
2: I, team Joanne. Julie didn't seem to like Joanne at all. <laughs> I'm Team Joanne. I'm not Team I'm, Maureen. I'm, no. I'm no. Team, team Wait, Joanne. Wait, you like not like Joanne? No, you said you hated her right at the start. Oh,
3: store. my God. <laughs> That's so funny because it's actually Maureen I meant. <laughs>
0: Julie really knows
2: this show. Guys. I like <clears throat> Joanne. Okay. She's got a job. So I'm going to give you all of our fun plugs right now. If you want to access our first two episodes on Flower Drum Song and Cats, arguably, they're hilarious. And all of Julie's fun doodles that she does every week, <laughs> go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know. Or you can find us on Facebook, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash musicals taught me everything I know, our Twitter, musicals teach me, or email us at musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com.
0: If we get an email, will we answer the email on the podcast?
2: Though? Oh, absolutely. Ask us questions. <laughs> what did you just say? I <laughs> said
3: our scribe will.
2: Is that you? Yes. Oh, excellent. Dear. Listener.
3: Evan <laughs> Dear listener, I know you've said your name, but I don't want to scroll up.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you have any uh, other questions or you can't find anything, just go to our home on the web, that's not Canada There'll be mm. links everywhere to this podcast and all of our other affiliated podcasts. Woo. So thank you again, Chris. Yeah, thanks no for coming, thanks Chris. To having me, guys. And we'll take your opinions on South Pacific. Under consideration <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> I've been Zancy Webber
3: Kristen Barras Julie Eisentrager
2: And Chris Thompson. See you next time Bye